Welcome to Look Behind the Look, the celebrated podcast that explores your favorite looks in film, television, and fashion history. Through conversations with the fashion world's elite and award-winning hair, makeup, and costume designers on sets around the world, you will see and hear exciting tales from behind the scenes, career origin stories, and tons of advice and tips. I'm your host, Tiffany Bartok. Hey everybody, welcome to Look Behind the Look. This is not your average episode. This episode is a little bit of a departure from our previous episodes. I have a co-host today. Yes, my dear friend Katie Walder and I are doing this episode together. She's my dear friend and uh, you've seen her on Gilmore Girls and How I Met Your Mother and tons of other sitcoms. And actually tonight, April 6th, when this drops at 8 p.m. on ABC, you'll see here on Station 19. So we've been going back and forth endlessly about a little thing that's going on out there called Scandaval. Yes. Scandaval is the latest scandal that's happening out there in the pop culture world with the Vanderpump Rules cast. I don't need to explain it to you, I hope. Katie and I are going to talk to the makeup artist Jared Lipscomb. He's an LA makeup artist and he is deep, deep in Bravo land. He does the makeup for many of the girls on Vanderpump Rules and he's going to talk to us about how to balance the professionalism, the friendships, the reunions, all of it. We're going to dish a little bit. We're going to talk about products. We're going to talk about reunion looks. Oh, incidentally, this episode was recorded before the revenge dress dropped, so we did not know at the time what it looked like, and Jared was faithfully keeping that a secret from us. Good job, Jared. Very loyal. And Jared's also going to talk to us about his health journey, um, his battle with leukemia. He's going to tell us about a program called Be The Match and really get into the details of how you can help to save a life. Let's get into it. Yes, I said let's get into it. I said that. Here we go. Did she sleep over? I think so. Yeah. Right. It, like you don't you don't just pop by and bring all your overnight luggage. But she has her own place that they could go. I mean, this whole thing began out of just poor judgment and just no shame so for them to apply any of that now i mean like (laughs) but then when i kind of started realizing like well tom and raquel are very close like they spend you know when ariana's like not around like they'll still be hanging out like if ariana chooses not to go to like a party or an event well tom and raquel just go together Hi, everybody. Hi, Jared. Hi, Katie. Hi. Okay, first, before we dig into everything, I have to tell my listeners what's going on here because I've never had a co-host before, but this is so much fun. We had to double team this whole experience because... Katie and I go way, way back. We lived in London together. We are besties. She lives in LA. I live in New York. And we came up with this idea to reach out to you, Jared. (laughs) And Katie was like, we have to talk to Jared on your show. So I'm so happy to talk to you because I want to hear, I've been looking for the right person to sort of bring to life the reality world and like makeup in that reality world. It's a lot of a lot of emotional work, a lot of obviously glam, and I want to dig into all of the details about it. So welcome, Katie, to the first co-hosting episode, and welcome, Jared. Thank you. Jared Lipscomb, you you have to have him introduce his full name. Yes, Jared. (laughs) This is Jared Lipscomb. Tell us where your Instagram is first and foremost so we can all follow you and your amazing work, and then we'll ask you every question in the book. Of course, you can follow me at Jared Lips. Um, and on TikTok, you know, I'm trying to get in with the groove and the young folks. And they just a lot. It is fun to be here to talk. You know, I'm obviously such a huge fan of your, you know, film and everything and the, the, you, the, how you honor makeup. And it is interesting and to, to talk about reality TV because sometimes it kind of gets, you know, I remember it being like, oh, the Kardashian contour, oh, looking like a real housewife. And I really have you know, taken pride in kind of deep taking away that stigma a little bit working with some really cool people you know whether it's the cast of Vanderpump Rules or Chrishell from Selling Sunset so I appreciate you giving me the platform to kind of be absolutely with you know makeup artists who are also working with A-list celebrities because in some regards we're seeing these faces more regularly in HD so it's like you know it's a different kind of ballpark than you know a film or just a simple red carpet or whatnot so I appreciate you having me 
I, all of those things are exactly the reason why I wanted to talk to you because like in the beginning, when we were looking at that monitor on the reunions and we were like, oh, it is, it's a science. This is not the red carpet. (laughs) That duochrome looks different from the right to the left when she moves her eyes like this. So, so what are some things that were like a total shock to you when you came to do like your first reunion or like some of the confessionals? And well, how did first... you get into this? Sorry. Can I yeah, ask? yeah. I want yes. to hear your origin story. <laughs> yes, for sure. I mean, well, I guess we can start with origin. My background is drag. And so, and like the, I was a theater kid. Then it transformed me to do, to do drag. I never wanted to be like a makeup artist. I draw drew Catwoman as a kid and Poison Ivy, like all the Batman villains. Like wow. I would draw the girls. And now I look back on my little drawings I keep and it'd always be like the most defined, perfect Cupid's bow for Catwoman. Like, so very, <laughs> you know, like the perfect wing line. And I'm like, Okay, it was always there, but um, it wasn't until I moved to LA just at 24, about 11 or 12 years ago, I was like, I want to move to LA. My brother's out here pursuing acting and I was working in a restaurant um, and, you know, everyone's an actor, a model, a singer. They saw me come in dressed up in Halloween one day. We had like a costume contest. I came as Honey Boo Boo, but like a full dragged out version. And they're like, wait, your skin looks so good. And so all these, you know, actresses and models and singers and just different people I worked with, um would be like, can you help me with my headshots? Can you help me with this and that? And so I just started mm-hmm. to do makeup. And through that, I met, Katie, I think we know each other through Julie Lake, right? From Orange is the New Black. No, we met through a different actress whose name is escaping me. I apologize if you're listening. Oh, I we um, met through someone from Orange is the New Black. But anyway, we, so I... We met through a different actress because I was going to hire you for something. And then... She recommended... Yes, yeah, she recommended you. Oh, and well, then that flattering. something <laughs> fell through. I did. Yeah. And so anyway... Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So, so somehow, but through that restaurant world, I got connected to someone for, who was already on Orange is the New Black while she was still working in a restaurant, who's my friend, Julie Lake, who for some reason I thought, Katie, that was our connection, but, you know, a uh, yeah, yeah. world. And so it was one of those things she was like, well, I'm still working in a restaurant doing this like really big TV show. Just one of those weird coincidental <laughs> On things. the verge. On the verge. And I'm like, well, I'm working in a restaurant and wanting to do makeup. And the next thing you know, it's like, okay, well, I just got, I, I'm, we're nominated for a SAG award. Can you do my makeup kind of thing? So my first portfolio, you know, lucky break, but also a lot of hard work oh, and come grinding on. and just there's no lucky and, breaks. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I mean, it, very fortunate that one of my first portfolio shots is like a SAG award winning yes. pictures and stuff. But um, I mean, I did, I used Maybelline and CoverGirl for that. I had no free products. I got nothing sent to me, you know, so wow. I was just like, what do we do? So that's why I don't believe in like, you know, I mean, I love high end products, but I'm like, anything can work as long as it falls into your values. You know, I like cruelty free and vegan and whatnot, but um. So, so yeah, that's how it started. And it just kind of rolled into whatever to the next thing. And then, you know, um, like Katie, how you said, you kind of get word spreads, you know, oh, I know this makeup artist. And I was kind of hanging around like these actresses who were, um, you know, working. And so that's just kind of what I started doing and how I built they my They needed portfolio. makeup for a thing and, you know, <laughs> right. for an event. Yeah. And uh-huh. then one fateful day I got a call from uh, NBC Universal and that kind of changed it changed everything my dear friend Sarni was working there and she was in charge of like I don't even know what to be honest I didn't keep track of all the stuff I was in my 20s just being like I am you know I can't picking up the phone pick just yeah. was it reality <laughs> was it reality TV and, and so it was it was touch-ups for a show called Vanderpump Rules which I had never oh. seen wow. because I was like you know I just I was already I, when they were filming I now know like they I was working as a waiter I had just moved to LA the same year that they said started filming their show so they and they had filmed like two years before it even became a pilot so it was just like I didn't oh, know people, so wow. I had never known any of them but I met them and I'm like oh these people are like my age but they're not like actors or actresses who are like you know I always view actors and actresses like having it all together like oh they oh. you know even like my friends who who like Julie, like, even if she was living in an apartment and still, like, working a job, it's like, you're still going to the red carpet and sag awards, but these people were a little more, like, I was like, oh, okay, what's what's the deal here? Like, one of the girls is, like, saying, like, oh, my gosh, I just got off this plane from, Ve- you know, Vegas, and I'm like, okay. Oh, and, oh, oh. You know, and I'm oh, like, what's yeah. happening here? Like, this is just, like, kind of, like, a tornado almost, but it was people my age, and it was kind of fun, and I was like, okay, I love this, I'm just doing touch-ups, and they're all, like, then they're like, oh, don't tell, some producer comes running in, and it's like, do not tell James that anyone else filmed today and I'm like what and there's like just don't say anything and they like ran out and I'm like oh my god I have entered a new world because what were they trying to to keep they were avoiding I mean I couldn't tell you the drama from then to to now but at the time they were avoiding and they were doing all this film and keeping people apart before 
what I would soon learn was the reunion. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was, and it was one of those things like I just vibe with certain people and I really vibe with um, a couple girls from the show, uh, Hardcore. And they're just a tight knit group. You know, they get kind of reality people get kind of effed over a lot in ways they, um, you know, with kind of being used and stories being sold and people trying to social climb. So it's funny. People will be like, well, God, you just like jump around and are just friends with only them. And it's like, no, I, would work with the two that hired me, Brittany and Kristen. And it was like that, they were the gatekeepers into like, okay, well then someone said, Ariana said, I like that. Can you, can you come, you know, and do it? And then I got the text from Stassi. Can you do the ice queen makeup looks? And then I was like in like, you know, and it was like, okay, now you're in. And then I, and then that gave me a lot of work within Bravo. And then that was like, oh, you're a constant at the Bravo. You know, we see it, watch what happens live. So then like if a New York housewife would come into town, you know, just more jobs and stuff. So that is the, oh, I how love it, it happened and how I got into it. And amazing. And, you know, I did, you know, I got sick and I've taken a break and I'm on the mend and I'm going to get back to work eventually. But um, that's how, you know, it kind of all happened with the pandemic. So it slowed down anyways, as I was recovering. Oh, thank- so. Yes. Okay. Sure. For all everyone right. in the industry and, and yeah, what a yeah. perfect time for you to recover and and heal. yeah so it was a natural place to take a break but um that's the origin of like how you know it went from zero to 100 with a lot of you know so would you, how did you keep yourself calm through this climb did you just fake it till you make made it did oh 100 you... fake it till yeah. you make it every job i left i was like well that'll be my last time i ever work with them like <laughs> i'm sure when they, i'm sure when they look back on you know camera like the contour is going to be too orange or this or, very perfectionist attitude that i had sure. from like working on red carpets and like going to getty images and zooming in and then kind of like the relief of like the girls being like, oh, no, we film for like 14 hours a day and there's no makeup. Like we're just like filming all day. Like we bring our own touch ups like, you know, when we're like drunk and crying at the end of the night at the bar, like we'll be touching <laughs> up our own makeup. Like there's no makeup artist on hand at Vanderpump Rules when they're out, you know, mm-hmm. on a girl's trip in Mexico. Interesting. I mean, when I, I went to Mexico this summer, I always had powder in my purse and I'd run up and powder people because, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, it's, it's so so then I was like, oh, that's kind of like a relief almost. So it's like, you know, when because I would do a lot of their filming days. They, they after a while, you're like, God, I don't want to have to get myself ready to film another day. You know, and you have a certain amount of money you, they start making. It's like, well, if I can afford it, to have a little glam, have a little fun before they have to go film these, you know, dramatic scenes. So that's how I started working. OK, so so did you notice that some scenes were a little bit more intense than others did they did you know this is going to be big and they call you in or um it would be like if it was like their first day back to shooting maybe like okay. everyone thought like Brittany Cartwright like that she hurt mm-hmm. she knew about her engagement because she mm-hmm. wore a white dress and stuff um and oh they interesting thought, like, yeah and they thought like oh well you guys were on camera doing glam or we weren't even on camera because they didn't like at the beginning or before all this stuff that's I'm sure Katie knows a lot about this uh, pop culture thing that's happening right now with one of my dear friends and clients, Ariana Maddox. But before <laughs> Vaynerpump Rules was like in the mainstream, you know, it just was kind of a reality show that was floating by. So they didn't want to show people getting glam. They were like supposed to be kind of servers doing their thing. So we, anyways, the point of this is like, we knew it was her first day back, but we had no idea she was getting engaged. And so okay. I was when she was going to wear a yellow dress. And I was like, well, you're going to the beach, wear this white dress. It's so cute. And you'd like, and she didn't even have her nail, you know, like she would have had her nails done. Like there's so many like different little things or I don't know. It's just so funny. So, um, but so we don't know anything like if it's going to be a big day or not. Okay. I mean, sometimes the girls know, like, obviously if it's a party or if they know it's the last day of filming because they still get like a schedule, they might go bigger for the glam in that sense. But and- HD and the uncontrolled lighting is like probably the wildest part about it. Yeah. See, like a dead on thing. You'd be like, oh my God, my makeup is so perfect. And then they get, you know, then they'll show the side shot from someone uh-huh. yelling at the face and you'll see it from the side and you'll be like, yikes, did I forget a beauty blender? You know? Yeah, so. I just saw that so on um, Housewives last night in New Jersey. I was like, oh, no, from the side. <laughs> oh, no. But from front, great. Uh, so yeah. now, now tell me, so what is this argument that's always happening on the shows that's like did she got glam she got glam so you know what i mean when people <laughs> yes. organize that that they bring their glam or they're mad at so and so cuz they brought their glam what is that <laughs> argument about what what can you translate it for me <laughs> um i am friends with most of the housewives makeup and hair people in beverly hills i actually live just a few blocks away from sweet old kyle and Dorie, um but here in encino um, so I've only worked with the housewives a few times, but never like regularly on the show. 
But from my understanding, chit-chatting with the makeup artist, like the behind the scenes tea, is it's just pure hierarchy showmanship of uh-huh. like the 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 ones who want to be portrayed as more like homey and like down, like sure. why do you need glam squads with you? And the ones who are divas right. are just want to, uh, you know, show yeah. that they can afford to bring their- Erica and Jane they're is, with yeah, some, yeah. Let, some let, yeah, reading between the lines that it would be Erica. And, and Dorit, right. too, I mean, Dorit's working oh, with sure. like Sydney Sweeney's makeup artist and I'm like- girl like you know she costs I know she's with like the with a big agency and she's a sweet sweet soul I love Melissa Hernandez but like I'm like Dorit like you are dropping dollars and you know like because it's the, they're personally paying right yes. yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's oh yeah because Bravo does not pay and so no, yeah we'll get into when we get into really? some of the stuff uh, they don't pay good I mean they pay but it ain't good money no yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then the, just last on makeup just tell me about the reunions do you get like you know, um, a lookbook, a Pinterest board. What? Ha- what? How do you know what the vibe is going to be for the reunion, and how did it evolve through the years? I mean, I haven't been at every reunion, and mm-hmm. so, and you can tell on some of that in the beginning when they would have like hired makeup artists um, that were oh, maybe not oh, you the can right tell. fit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, like Lala was famously. I think. I think she was famously pink. I'll with never orange forget. Lips or I'll, no, I'll never happened. forget. I'll never forget. Oh I God. know exactly the look. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I don't know if anyone is specific to blame. It might've been the girls just like touching up doing their own bronze or not having the help. Vanderpump Rules has been the dirty stepchild of like the Bravo right, universe. Right, 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 right. Like, yes. They always got leftover grams. So when I kind of showed up and was like, hey guys, like since I'm doing so many of you guys, like it makes sense for Bravo to hire me. They pretty much had no choice because it'd be like, oh, well, Jared's doing, and they would list four of the cast members. And they're like, so you have to just wait for him to finish. So then they're like, all right, well, then just... <laughs> bring them to it you know just <laughs> right like, so, so i so anyways the with the reunions they have assigned i i think they have like assigned oh, i know the dresses have to be approved at okay. some point so i don't know if they have themes like i'm not close enough with the producers who do that side of like the aesthetic production Got it. as far as makeup goes the girls get to pick their dresses and then they get one approved and then with the makeup they get to it's their choice how they want to do it um I brought in with them. I was like, girls, you know, I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing lots of oranges and pinks. And, you know, like we're really going hard on certain things that we might not need to do. So I was like, (laughs) one of my favorite things on red carpets is pairing things back. So why don't we try instead of like a full strip lash? Let's cut that sucker in three quarters and see and put it on the edge and just see what happens. Thank you. Let's see what happens if we do, you know, a true, a true contour instead of a bronzer contour. (laughs) Let's just do some and not, not shading that they weren't good at makeup. No, I know. I know. But yes, it's just the step. It's just the step that takes it to the professional level. Well, And so, and I feel like they were also, it was around the time the show was like Rihanna had started tweeting about it and like showed a scene from it and Chrissy Teigen was getting really hooked on it. And so, and that's right when I joined. So they were starting to go to like, I remember like one night it was like where are you guys going again it was like just like filming and they're like no we're going to like the nylon young hollywood party and it's just like whoa so this is happening so we just started translate that more like i would say just like a more red carpet vibe into their reunion looks and i feel like since about season i can't remember if it was season six reunion or season seven i feel like you can definitely see there was like a a a shift shift. i'm not not taking full credit because like it was with everyone because i've never even touched Gina or Lala's face aside from those touch-ups and even they were shifting because I think they just also knew oh we have I mean at one point Lala was using Beyonce's one of Beyonce's artists for her face so are you done like they you know they were um they were they knew that they I mean Vogue came and covered us at the um opening credits that we were filming I'm like on Vogue's Instagram in the background with Sheena I cannot believe it you know what I mean for a reality show I just want to be on the record saying I have been a hardcore fan since season one. Day one. Oh uh, no day way. one, because I actually lived down the street from Sir at the time. Um, so I was like, what is this show? I, I'm gonna, And I never even, sorry, Bravo, but I, I never really watched The Housewives. Yeah. I've only watched Vanderpump. So like, oh my it's God, no since way. the get go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and what I, I'm learning is the 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 fans are, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm used to fans with like being part of Orange is the New Black and just like different things, but like, Fans are so cool in a lot of ways and just like mean so much. And it's just like really, it's like, it is, it's cool, especially with current things happening to see, oh. see people who've been like day one, people who watch the show. And it really is like, you know, it's like, I remember my mom talking about soap operas and stuff like exactly. that. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and this is a like, real life soap opera that we've yeah, been following. And, and it really I is, watched and Guiding really Light cool. since I was eight. <laughs> I was nice on all my children. Like that was my first job ever. That's right. I <laughs> oh, remember. Right. My mm-hmm. first professional job was on my I children. I remember. Oh my gosh, you know, Chrishell. 
I know she was on after after I was. I played a teenager oh, on the show. I was pretty young oh when I was on. God, yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, thanks. I love all my children. Yes, <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. Um, no, can we keep, segue into what uh, you, you were keep, just touching on? Um, you keep talking about like something all? going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but, but before we even get into it, who coined that term? Because they deserve it an actual medal like scandal <laughs> like how brilliant is that like i, I i'm good I mean, at merging I, words I but that's Bravo's like using it now too like bravo picked it up and i no, thought it's on genius like a, it's actually genius thing so yeah yes where oh. were you when you found out i mean i was just <laughs> i mean i was just i i woke up to one of my friends calling just being like oh my god like we need to go over to ariana's you know mm. and it was just like I was like, what the fuck? Because I sleep in really late because, you know, I'm like, you know, I just had my hip surgery. And so I was just like, you know, it's just it's what is one of the most insane, you know, it's just a really sad. Let me just preface this by saying like Ariana sure. and I, you know, I don't want to, you know, obviously we're talking about makeup and I'm so excited to share a little bit about her reunion glam because like, of course, you know, but, of course. Um, but, you know, as makeup artists, you become so close with your clients. Yes. And there's a reason why these people have been in my life, especially from this cast for so long. When I went through my leukemia battle, there were certain members of this cast and just certain friends of mine who showed up for me during like the hardest parts. You know, when when my ex left me because he couldn't handle being with someone who had leukemia, you know, Ariana was showing up to my apartment in Koreatown, driving in, in the midst of filming, being there. So this is someone who really wow. is has been my friend through during the pandemic she was one of the few people allowed to see me because I trusted her and my parents trusted her enough with that she was keeping the precautions because you know everyone had different levels of precautions during the pandemic if you're fully healthy 30 something you're not going to be complete you know you're still going to go to the grocery store and maybe forget to I don't know why but we I had to be very cautious and we knew Ariana was just as cautious and careful and considerate so she was just someone, and it continues to be someone who's always been a part of my life since I started doing Glam with her six years ago. And so Jared, this, I'm that. sorry to interrupt, but like, oh, that is just so rare in this industry so because it, it's a service industry, right? At the mm. end of the day. And like, a lot of people are like, I love your funny stories. I love your drama. And I love like having fun and playing with makeup. But then, oh, and something's real in your life, like that could affect me. And um, I'm going to step away, you know, so for somebody to just really be there for you, who mm -hmm. is huge. So that's yeah. amazing that you had that support. It shows her character. Yeah. Well, and, and so many others, but I just want to highlight her specifically because, you know, for every, for all the support she's getting, there's always going to be one naysayer who's like, well, she didn't want children, you know, whatever the drama is. <laughs> oh, yeah, thing. that thing, yeah. Married, so I just want it to be very, make it How very clear How dare she have that, a preference in whether yes, she wants yes, children but or I just want to make it very clear that she, you know, this is not me just coming on bandwagoning because the world is supporting right. this. is me of trying course. to fight for a friend who... Yeah. you know, who fought for me yes. during a really rough, you know, kind of gut punch breakup. And so, you know, it's, it's, yes. this is a very rare, like, this is a surreal thing. You know, it's, it's happened. Oddly enough, it happened, you know, in a, in a smaller form when, with my friend Chriselle on Selling Sunset, uh, sure. also a reality, a reality show that I worked on and started with her, um, started doing makeup with her during the first season before I got diagnosed. And, but that was a public breakup, but it was kept a little bit more private and it was just different because there wasn't this betrayal involved where it was like right. another cast member who was a friend. So, yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to begin with it. It's just it was just it was it's very start. It's still shocking. I mean, sure. you know, it was it was like makeup artist time kind of went away and okay. it was just like friendship time, like full, fully, friend. full friendship time. And, you know, Ariana's referenced her support system and you can see photos, you know, online of, of people you know, including me coming and going from the house. So, you know, she knows who her people are. She's not looking at the gram right now or doing any of that. She's mm -hmm. filming a movie right now in Vancouver. Yes, or... I saw. We all, we all read Deadline. I saw yes, that. I think that's so, amazing. So she's living living it up and Good she for her. It so, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was- It's a it was new wild. start for her. It's, 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 it's just the beginning. Start, and it's just a wild thing. It's just one of those things where it's like, we've seen, I've seen so much drama on this show. I always say we, because me and Bradley is like the hairstylist. We always work together with the girls or we've started from day one when we both on Vanderpump Rules. So we've seen this kind of like evolve from just like, we'd be at Glam and then they'd invite us to places and we'd be too shy to show up. And then we'd start coming and then friendships evolved. And we all, you know, he's super close to Stassi. I'm super close with Brittany and Ariana. And it's just kind of unique how, you know, we have this friendship evolve. 
and to see we've seen drama happen kind of like on the sidelines we're not obviously not part of the show besides doing glam and occasionally they feature us on camera doing yeah you glam. pop up but, we've but seen we you don't, but we don't you know we're not like oh my gosh show and so such a la 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 but this time yeah i mean not to say that we filmed this time, i saw that like, start to happen um i they showed a preview of, of new jersey and priscilla was weighing in on something and i was like oh no like the yeah. line is being crossed here and she's <laughs> becoming like a a side taker and i started like i was like i want to talk to jared about that like yeah, did you yeah, ever feel it's... pressure to like you know getting involved yeah and or, oh no i mean i was neutral. on sides like i started off i didn't realize that i was on sides by doing at the time yeah. they were they didn't like i think it was sheena and lala or something and so i didn't know them for a right. while because of um i i can't remember exactly and also some some of it was because like some of the girls already had makeup artists that they use like because sheena always used has used the same girl you know she's an og reality girl so she always had the same, <laughs> same artist that she's used and i i appreciate that i respect that loyalty i think that's so cool mm -hmm. to you know, like, how yeah, to totally. be, you know, that's how I feel with these girls who are still stick by me, even when I'm not working and stuff. But um, so specifically with the Vanderpump rules, I do not feel the need to stay neutral or and I'm very comfortable taking sides because I know who how, who are my authentic, genuine friends. And I know that sometimes this in that in their world that if they're going to forgive, they will, for, you know, it's kind of like they'll forgive the whole kind of crew, crew who's involved yeah. with it. It's not one of those things. And if, but like this instance, like with Tom, you know, with Tom and, and uh, Rachel and stuff, it's like, I'm not going to, there's no, I've never had a, a close relationship with them. My relationship uh -huh. with, I've never known um, her Raquel, at all. Rachel. And right. um, I've, oh, Tom was a friend because of Ariana, because Ariana was such a close friend. In fact, I was talking to someone, I was like, I feel like Ariana might have made Tom more likable and more affable yeah, definitely. to my mind oh for sure like, and maybe in the public mind I don't know but for sure for me, I'm like thinking I'm like did I ever actually enjoy working with Tom and then I think I'm like oh no actually every time like he was more high maintenance just putting on some men's oh. grooming with him like he would always wor be worried about like do I have too much bronzer on do I have a not enough bronzer I'm like why don't you just put on your own bronzer man if it's like this much of a big deal for you right and like right. meanwhile I'm doing Ariana's full glam and she's just like perfect love it you know she's so, so chill. right she's so chill so chill but like even if she wasn't it wouldn't matter but the point point is is like i i don't know but i have no problem taking sides with that specifically you know with other things when i'm still working it was a little bit more difficult because it's like well what do i do now that you know especially like when saucy and kristen had a big fight because i was working yeah. with saucy mm -hmm. and kristen um oh were, tell me about so that saucy that was in season like my, two uh, when no, no, recent, recently, like when, oh. season, when Saucy's book was coming out, when oh. Saucy and Bo were fighting, when the Witches of WeHo wine thing was happening, all of that <laughs> yes. stuff. Right. So, so I was like with the Witches of WeHo at, um, doing their shoot during for their wine with the three of them. Oh and then God. that was kind of like, that was in January before we even started filming season seven. And they were already starting, like tensions oh, were already wow. starting to rise. Like things were just getting like, you could tell like, I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know if, if Saucy felt like she was growing or whatever ended up being the storyline for the season. But remember, she ended up leaving the Witches of WeHo yeah. wine brand. Oh, yeah. Um, at the end of that. So that, <laughs> but that started in January before cameras were even rolling. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's real tensions and real stuff that happens. So when that happened, Saucy's pretty good. I mean, Saucy's very, you know, she's very much like, well, this is the time that I, you know, like I'm okay. hiring you for glam. So this is like blah, blah, blah. And Chris is much more like, you're my friend, like da, da, da. Yeah. So like come whenever. So I was able to make it actually work for a little while because I'd be like, okay, Saucy, what time do you want for makeup? And she liked to get things done early and be ready. She's like a very like type A. Yes. So it would kind of work out that I'd be like, okay, Saucy, so why don't we do you like, and I could do Saucy so quick because she would sit there. And, you know, if you've seen the yes. show, this might come as no surprise, but Kristen can sometimes Chase be a, a little face. bit like. You know, yeah. so yeah, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I'm gonna say that to her all the time. Like, it's I'm the best. Chase, it is so. You're just like you're burning calories, like yeah. <laughs> but there was one time Kristen got or Stassi got a little annoyed. I think it was more about the hair because her hair fell a little bit, and she by the time she they went to like the Hills premiere or something, and she was like she sent like a group text like to me and the hair and to, to the hair guy, and she was like, guys, I cannot have my glam done that early just to like, and I was. Oh, oh God, my here we go. God, that is hysterical. Uh, Being anyway, in trouble so with Stassi would stress me out beyond belief. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's all hilarity, hilarity and just like fun, but you do, you can't pick sides. And you, I mean, you know, Priscilla probably has to, she's so close with uh, Teresa. And I'm sure at a certain point you, you go beyond, you know, and I adore Priscilla, but it's, um, you know, I haven't seen that show, but. Um, oh, I don't even, I'm not even sure who you're 
Oh, she's Teresa Judice. Oh, I don't watch uh, that. Okay, glam, glam girl. And yeah. she's been on it for forever doing, but she like, used to be like all the housewives and watch yep. what happens live, but now she's kind of become uh, Teresa's right. like BFF main girl. So yes. 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 So in Bra- the Bravo universe, picking sides is pretty, pretty standard. I say the only ones you keep out of it are like the glam, the really A-list glam gods who'd like come into Beverly Hills, float in like Janet Jackson's artist. When he comes in to do Erica's face, he don't, he don't give a shit. You know, is that Preston? Yes, 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 amazing. Yeah, he's so awesome. uh, yeah. Um, and then I think sometimes Erica uses Preston, if I'm mm-hmm. but okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and is there someone that you would just dream that you dream of doing one day? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like who's your dream? Like, like yeah. Britney Spears, of course. Britney yeah. Spears always has been, always will be. So I just want to get, since I know you, uh, we would never want to say anything, like any anything bad about any cast members, except for maybe. Well, just Rachel. so you know, no, though, okay. Katie, just no, so you know, Jared did go viral saying F you, F you, F you. What about Rachel? In your Raquel? video. So about I think, Tom and Ra- Raquel when they popped safe. up on the screen okay. randomly at a party. So, or so at I just want to share, so. I want to share my theory and you tell me if, uh, if there's any weight to it. Okay. So Raquel is a pageant girl, right? Yeah. She comes from that world. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think from the get go, I'll ask you this, like she had an agenda because she always looked so like I love that whole Bambi eyed bitch thing. But like she always looked so innocent and so sweet. But I wonder if like she knew exactly what she was doing when she got involved with James so that she could be a part of the show. Um, that's my first question. And then there's a part two to it after. But I'm going to ask you that first. I cannot. I did not know her enough because I was such and I still am so loyal with Kristen that at the time that James was just the absolute, he hit, he had horrified um, and, and really was so horrible to Brittany and Kristen that I don't, um, oh yes. I don't recall their the meeting, and I was never around, so I can't speak to how she was. I have okay. heard that you know that that this fangirl uh, moniker mm-hmm. came around during that time because of this. Sure. Um, I I assume. I mean, the show was already so successful at this point. I can't imagine anyone is stupid enough, although she is very stupid. Um, objective <gasps> that I don't think anyone can be that stupid to be like, oh, I'm going on a TV show. I might might can't people might start knowing who I am. Like, obviously, right. Right. did she really love James? I don't know. I did not know them at all. I love that James is now fully supporting Ariana. I will say that. Yeah, and so now I'm following a- James, even though we haven't talked since I in years. But um, but I don't know about that. But it would seem likely that a pageant girl is gonna naturally find cameras and be a beauty queen, and then you know, f- work her way in. She had no problem doing it. It's so. like one, of, feel one like, of the contestants you were saying, Katie, like... Well, what I was saying yeah. to Tiffany prior to this was like, you know, her pageant days are over. I guess you you age out of that world. And now she like, she can't help but like find some other outlet where she yeah. she's competing and she needs to win. And like, it, it just floored me because she did seem very sweet and in it, like it was hard. And also... Yeah. Yeah, like like the isn't narrative. Crazy? Isn't it it's crazy how she it's, fooled so many people, including people that considered her one of their closest girlfriends? It's actually shocking. Team. And especially considering that Ariana's the one that kind of welcomed her into the group. Uh, and not like, just welcomed her, but encouraged us to be kind to her and show yes. her empathy and sympathy mm. because she had been through, quote, so much. And, you know, with James and all of this stuff that she was always coming from, you know, Rachel's side of the story. And Ariana and Sheena fought so hard for her to be a part of this group because, you know, the old moniker with the Witches of WeHo is no new friends, you know, because they got, rightly so, they'd been burned so many times. People would come in and they would find a story sold for $200 to us weekly. Stupid and embarrassing for no reason, just for some shitty person to take. So I get the mindset of like no new friends, but also like you think, okay, here's another girl who just had been, you know, we at the time we think James is a bad person. Maybe his, I really, it's, I don't know enough about the show. I'm like, I'm still not fully caught up. I started watching when I started to join uh, the show. So. No, but that's fine because we <laughs> want to know what's really well, going James on. James wasn't even in season one, right? Yeah, he I wasn't mean, even in the beginning. So I know he no. came in like season four or season five. But anyway, so my, my point is, is, you know, I, I get so flustered about it. It's just yeah. so, I just get so mad for, because yeah. she just, it, they rode so hard for that girl. To I know. How do you trust and anybody she, ever again? How can you trust someone after that? I mean. Well, it makes me think she's not as, yeah. 
as I mean, she you know, I don't like using the word dumb, I but know, she, you know, I know. I but I, I just saying mean things about it because sure, can you're I upset. Just say, can I just say with that video, they did show because obviously we were so shocked that uh, I mean, we were at a sports bar, so we did not think that they would show like the person who we were just <laughs> like we were with Ariana, and we did not think at the bar we would see the face of the man who harmed her and hurt her of course and we're all tipsy and the reunion is a signifier of kind of like it's an end you know the season is done they can be right over like hands wiped so this was like a release and we see him pop up and it's like one person's like and you know we were all over that fucking bar and she and she goes "Ah, look and it wasn't around (gasps) some girl said look and it was so we oh hell no so visceral it was tom was the first person's face we see oh they do gosh. those shady close-ups of the getty image where they zoom in on the phone and you see all yes, 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 yes he looks yes. like oh with his mustache like a like the villain that he is the cartoon <laughs> villain he's not even deserving of a cartoon title anyway so so that's what started so then we bum rush the bar then we think we're waiting to cheer for ariana so then they start you know we got that moment where we're kind of quiet and you hear a little fading boo and we think they're gonna cut to ariana well they cut to a her, Rachel, oh, sitting outside shit. of whatever, Four Seasons Landscaping or whatever it was, doing a five-minute <laughs> interview. And so that just appeared. I was standing right next to Ariana. And Ariana's chill. I mean, she's a little tipsy and she's just booing, you know, just how let her boo at the people she just had to face of course, after of course. a betrayal. Of course. And I did not realize we were booing. I thought we were fuck youing. So I just started to say, like, but also people don't realize, like, I was tipsy. And this was the first time, like, again the reunion was like the end of this like this is like a chapter closed so it was like doing you know being zen and i gotta tell you who did her makeup for the for the reunion um because it was not me but i was there in the morning but so we were there are you talking about ariana's ariana's makeup yeah okay it's a a fun little little juicy tidbit i really Um, want to die we were getting zen and we had such a good morning and then it was a long day we couldn't text they took all their phones away so we couldn't even check in with our girls i saw that yeah and so it was really upsetting so so when finally we were like we can go out i mean for me like that fu was just such a visceral and it wasn't and people are like i post you know tiktok the land of no nuance they're like this is going too far this is bullying and it's like a mob mentality i'm like it's not a mob. It's like all of her friends in a bar. Imagine if my ex's skirt p- face came up on the screen. The one who, all he did just, oh he God. just couldn't handle being with someone who had leukemia. I mean, he did it in the shittiest way possible. He told me he meant to do it before I got leukemia six months earlier, which was insane. I, I meant to do it, but I, yeah. yeah oh, sorry, but, it's like the same thing that, that Tom's saying about Ariana. Which is again, right. why I, I'm not oh. trying to like say like, oh, I really, oh, you know, like, oh, I can relate to her situation, but like in a way I really do. Yeah. Because, and she also was there for me during it. So I just feel protective of her. Yeah. I feel protective. Of course. I can't help it. And so, but that reaction wasn't just like, you know, I am, I am first to always say blame the man first. You know what I mean? But in this case, they're almost just as equally guilty because of the way Raquel tricked and gaslit Ariana alongside Tom. Because oh, it wasn't exactly. just like the normal celebrity thing where the celebrity says, oh, we're having marriage problems, you know, and then the, the fangirl doesn't know about it. This time the fangirl was a cast member getting paid, e- you know, not equally, but getting paid per episode just like the rest of them the so. gir- there's a guy at a bar that i feel like wasn't didn't get the memo did you see the guy at the bar who's like yeah the one who like, i horrified yelling about <laughs> yeah well the other thing is it looks like it's the entire bar cheering and it's just yeah, our it's group just we're all group. Us, yeah. like us like everyone from jack taylor was there and people were like jack's even showed up just to get cr-. and i'm like jack's oh. already there having a boys night because like like we were the ones who crashed that yes. being like reunion like just being crazy i miss jacks on the show he, <laughs> he, such a fun he, he was what like he and stassi i have to say were like my favorite i mean i look i obviously love the whole cast but i love watching them but um they were kind of my favorites he added he added a lot to the show i will say yeah. very relatable right before this being like hey i need you to call me right now he oh. he has changed a lot but in some ways he is just the same in the fun <laughs> ways. I, in the yeah. best ways you know he's yeah. so cool he's adorable but and i also love you know he's obviously always gonna Jax is always gonna do his thing but like the support he's shown ariana has been truly as authentic as it can can be for him. Well, I mean, he I hates Sandoval. Let's be I, real. I, and I know he shares, like you know, like he po- you know he he congr- he texted them and then he posted about texting them. But you know, it oh. it's coming from a place of not just. I mean, he really is like, you know, I I mean, he knows I mean, what he did to Britney, and he realizes, wow, this is like, and he's seeing, you know, 
the support around Ariana and I think it's really as a you know he has changed and he has grown and I think you know it's it's beyond just like oh I hate seeing him I'm so happy to see him go down which is was our fear was kind of like I hope no one gloats in this not just Jax but just anyone I hope no one gloats in the fact that oh well they seem miserable or they seem because no one deserves that you know no. have the don't be a coward if you think you don't want to be with someone don't be a coward yeah of course so, that's that's what that's that's about that video and everything to do with that so wow rain in morning you want to hear about that i want to oh, hear it sure do <laughs> okay so as a makeup artist you know i'm not working i'm still going through some chemo side effects i can't really i have a numbness in my finger so you know i would have loved to do ariana's glam for of the course. reunion they locked it down the artists weren't even allowed to go on to reunion this time usually we have monitors at reunions with no sound and then they would call you on a walkie-talkie saying, come, oh, okay. come for a touch-up. I'm glad so, you're cl- clarifying that because I saw a lot of people talking about how ghetto Vanderpump was that they had to carry in their wardrobe and didn't get a dressing room. So you're saying that Glam was not even allowed to come there. Was a, there. there were like two touch-up artists um, who yeah. signed away their NDA. Like they can't do, I mean, and they didn't get right. phones for it. They probably can't even... They right. only, you just have to trust that they were there touching up people. Got like, it, it was got so it. locked down. So, and they, you know... I can't remember if they asked me to do the reunion at some point, but I'm just not working right now. So I just turned everything good, down that through, you. like, prof- you know, pro- through professional out, things like you. that. But I, like, yeah. want to help and stuff. But, yeah, it is funny. So they, but they also wanted to keep um, specifically Ariana's dress on lockdown because if you saw Andy's story. I do. I'm not even going to take it. All I, because people Did you saying, see like, it? Did you see it? Oh, hell yeah, I saw it. <laughs> um, and I just think it's worth uh, Andy's. I just will, you know, echo Andy's sentiment of just, like, wow. when he's, like, I'm questioning my own sexuality. Yeah, like, yeah, let me tell it. you, it is so good. I don't want to even like right. give us. I like. I'm. I'm tricked when people say give us one hint, just the color. I'm lying about the color. I'm lying about everything. <laughs> right. I feel like Ariana deserves this, and the fact that that Bravo hasn't posted it. Like, and you know, Sheena's allowed True. to post her outfits, and I've seen Lala post hers, or I, people are sure to post. But yeah. She's not allowed to. It's like I want her to have this moment, oh, but I, I will talk face. So. I said, I'm help my girl Ariana. She's living her life in Mexico. Yeah. And, you know, I'm chatting with some people and they're like, oh, she needs glam for the reunion. Well, I look at the last person who did her glam was a makeup artist who was found through, you know, her former okay. friend, Rachel. So uh, I was like, well, that's not going to work out because... Even if she, even if the guy's nicest can be, you know, he's just, he was not a, a normal per or a regular and he was found through her. So it's just like, that would yeah. probably not be comfortable as, yeah. no. you know, no. and just, just, I, you know, and this is where being a friend and a makeup artist comes in handy because it's like, I know I wouldn't want to be around someone who was just like friendly with my ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, no. Okay. What can I do as a makeup artist? And I thought, all right. Ariana's a makeup girl her way. She loves makeup. She's always sending me, you know, she loves Sydney Sweeney's makeup. And then I'm like, oh my God, wait, Melissa, I know her. I DM her. Melissa, I know this is crazy. Oh, I'm out of town with Sydney Sweeney. Oh, well, fuck me. I, there's no way I'm going to make pull this off. You know, she can't have this, whatever. All of a sudden I realized I have this like Raven Simone, that's a Raven flashback <laughs> to meeting, going to some Becca Cosmetics, may they rest in peace event that Chrissy Teigen was co-hosting. And I walk in with Brittany and Kristen and Chrissy Teigen's on stage and she stops in the middle of her speech and is like, is that Brittany and Kristen from Vanderpump Rules? And she gets off the stage and comes and like hugs them. And this is like in 2017 or 2018, like year before the pandemic. And so I'm like, oh my God, do I know Chrissy Teigen's makeup artist? And then I realize, oh my God, it's Christine who I, I just never even like, I'm like, oh my God, we've been following each other since I met her. She was like this big pregnant, like eight months pregnant. Working Christine with who? Uh, Christine Studden. Yes, and so I yes, sent okay, her DM yeah. and I said, Christine, I said, I know I have not talked to you in ages, but this is the craziest thing. My friend Ariana needs makeup for a reunion. I know your, I know your BFF Chrissy Teigen is like a Bravo fan. Maybe you've heard the story. The rate is insulting. I was like, it's absolutely yeah, insulting. Yeah, 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 I said, yeah. we'll crowdsource the rest if, if we need to. <laughs> but like, I was like, it's it charity means, work. Yeah. I said, it means it would mean the world to our, I know it would mean the world to Ariana, but yeah. also just to me to have like an A-list makeup artist who's never done Bravo before. So it's like a fresh, you know, because even oh, like yeah. Raquel, who's done Beyonce, has done Lala and has done other people. So it's like someone fresh to give like their take on something. And so she agreed to it and her. Up. I bet Chrissy was like, do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Teigen. That yes. morning when we finally get, when we're finally setting up. So she was so sweet. She's like, do you want to like help me kind of assist and just be there? And then I asked her, you know, Ariana, like, do you want more of like more people vibe? And she definitely, right. you know, it's like, it was like a vibe tribe kind of right. morning. So 
Um, so I was there, her, the makeup oh. artist was there with her assistant. And she was so funny. One of the first things she said is like, do you know how hard it was for me to tell Chrissy, like for me to tell Chrissy Teigen that she couldn't come this morning. Yep. She wanted to come and sit with Ariana in the morning before the reunion. I just thought it was so sweet. And, yeah, you know, and Ariana just story. deserved it to have that kind of like, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm a fabulous makeup artist. Everyone's a fabulous makeup yeah. artist, but just to have that person who's also yeah. does Alessandra Ambrosia from, yeah. you know, Victoria's Secret. Oh my God, I Maren love Maren Morris, she just, Maren Morris at the Grammys. It's like, just to have that kind of confidence. It, there yes. is something about the makeup artist, you know, we give confidence to people in a, whatever, of course. whatever aspect it is. Some people it's by being very zen. My way of doing it is just, you know, I'm very much of like, I get up in the face of the mirror and be like, look at this part right here. Like your eye looks so snatched. Like, you know, I like to like focus on the details. And I think some people's, their quality is the the power of who they've worked with and mm. just their proof is in the pudding. And Christine Studden is such a talent. It's like, oh my gosh. and so those pictures of, of us walking out of the house with, you know, with her little hair clubs in and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that. See the makeup, but you can just see like, her glowing skin and she's smiling ear to ear. She feels so good. She looks so good. Um, yeah. We kept it, you know, simple, simple glam. So the dress can shine. I will just say the one thing Ariana said at the morning, like right when Christine was talking, she's like, what is that Taylor Swift lyric? She's like her new lyric. Cat eye sh-. And I said, cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. And she, <laughs> and she's like, that's it. And so cat eye, I love that, that. Was, that was the vibe and um, you know, and the rest yeah. will speak for itself. But so you get a sneak peek of it, but I just think it's so cool that, you know, also just, it shows like, once again, how much the world is supporting her that someone, yes. you know, and it, you know, this can be obviously any industry's money driven. You want to get paid for your work and your time and what you're worth and everything. But I just thought it was also so kind for Christine to, to do this as like a girl's girl who's just like, yes. feels like, you know, the same way Katie, you feel about having been, been a fan of the show and watching the show for so long. Right. We really are rooting for Ariana, whether you know her or not, I feel at least because, yeah. you know, most people who are fans of the show, because it's, because it is just such a, you just, you automatically put yourself in her shoes and you're just like, what would I do? I would, you know, a, a weaker person would implode. So it's yeah, just, you yeah. know, so I was so, so happy. I mean, obviously as a makeup artist, I was just so happy to have someone who was, you know, bringing in the cream of the, you know, the best oh products. Oh my God, Lemaire, does it get even, yeah. and just the, the most beautiful skin and just, it was so fabulous. And it was just the most fabulous kind of like final touch on her little, on this shitty ending of this, you know, thing that yes. she had to deal with. So I love that makeup can be a part of that too, you know, like, oh, absolutely. I, that I was able to be like, that was my contribution. And it really, you know, to me, it, it was nice. Cause like, you know, I feel as a cancer patient, someone who's not always well enough to show up in person for certain things. It's nice. You know, it felt really cool. And it's just, you know, I just, I can't get over it. I just think it's like, an a like such an a-lister did her makeup for this this huge reunion that's going to be seen by so many people and of course christine's like wait so i can't like see the monitors and i'm like no that's the crazy part and you couldn't either yeah it's It's a do and go it's a do and go it was a do and go she (laughs) she didn't powder her at all so because because it's like you get so hot in those reunions like and all it is is powder 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 like she didn't powder her at all so it was like perfect so she's like you know, here's your powder. You know, she gave her the whole like A-list treatment kit of like to take with you on the red carpet kind of vibes, to, but to take with the reunion. So it's going to be a sleigh. It's so fierce. Which, you know. yeah. Which, what powder do you use for, for that, that you have to keep going in? You know, what powder um, is best for that? I usually use the Charlotte Tilbury Press. Oh. Um, yeah, that's usually been one of my favorites. I also like Pure Cosmetics, like mm. the P-U-R. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like a pressed foundation. I always end up doing like a pressed foundation kind of powder for the yeah. for the reunion specifically. Yeah. Just because um, it's so HD. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I also don't mind the... um. Because they don't really, they do a little flash photography at the end, but I could care less about that because they can edit out. Like, so I'll go in with like the, um, uh, the what's, oh my God, I'm losing all the words that, that I used to know so well and be so smart with, but like the, the flashback powders. Oh, like, the, you H- know, the, the make it forever. The HD, HD. Yeah, yeah, the, the, oh, the fine, the really fine. Yeah. You obviously will do a ton of that. I mean, I'll come in with a full on brush and just be like, right. So if they right. take a picture of them, they look like a snowman, but, you right, know, but right, on right. camera, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and say, right. Which one's more important. Just like the last minute picture at the end of a 12 hour day are looking flawless for the whole yes. reunion. So. Have you ever done Lisa's, uh, Lisa Vanderpump's makeup? No. And you know what? She does a lot of her own makeup. Patrick really? works, does a lot, he helps her gorgeous. with her glam, but he, and does her hair also. He's a hair and makeup guy. Um, he works on so many shows. You guys, he's so cool. Um, What's his kind name? of like an OG Patrick Toomey. 
D-U-M-E-Y. He's kind of like an OG makeup guy, like uh, been around for a while, you know, like a uh, uh, fabulous kind of, I, I call them like the fabulous kinds, you know, like the fabulous kings of the of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. So he works on, um, you know, Bling Empire on Netflix. He works on Selling Sunset. He's lead of hair and makeup for Selling Sunset. But it's all kind of like the touch-up stuff. But Lisa does a lot of her own glam, which I was shocked to, to learn. She's so it, gorgeous. It's I saw her Watch What Happens Live and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, she looked really <laughs> good on so Watch What Happens Live recently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, extra lights for her though. And then the last question <laughs> I have about the reunion look is where did she get that uh, boo boys? Wh- where's the boo boys? I didn't look it up. Oh, where's boys the- lie. Yes. Where's that from? <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to give them a shout out. Boys lie. <laughs> it's called at boys lie. They oh, just, it is boys lie. I they thought you were like, package yeah. too. I was like, um, uh, they're so sweet. They're the cutest little company. They could not believe they had sent it. And, and, and it was so funny because they like, they DM me and like, Oh my god, we can't believe art because I was in that picture, you know, with her, which right. is so fun yeah, yeah, like, yeah, to be yeah. in a picture. And it's like, oh my gosh, I love that outfit. I mean, it's like, everywhere. One eight hundred boys lie, and then it's like, I'm sorry, the number you've reached uh, has moved on. It's so iconic. Yes, and yes. Just, like I got there at like seven thirty, and she just answered the door, and she's already wearing those yellow sweatpants. And we've always been joking, like she's a huge Beyonce fan, so like lemonade. And okay. I honestly, right. you know, I'm like, totally. uh, we love the lemonade thing, and it's like. Um, you know, there were at times talks of, uh, you know, a baseball bat necklace. Yeah. So, yep. um, <laughs> so, so, but so she saw that and for whatever reason, she was already in the sweatpants. And I was like, oh my God, those are iconic. And, she's like, oh. and you know, Ariana is so down to earth. She didn't even re- like, when I talked to the brand, they're like, you know, we're just, we can't believe it. Like we sent like some to her stylist and this and that. And oh. anyways, what ended up getting there, she just opened the, opened the package and was just like, oh my God, I love this. Just popped I it out. It's like, I think I'm just going to wear this. It's yellow and it says boys lie. It's kind of funny. Like there was no, and they just couldn't believe it. And that's just how Ariana. I is. love that. It was not like a branded stage. She, I yeah. mean, obviously she wanted to have a moment because she knew we knew paparazzi. Like I was like, Ariana, there's paparazzi outside. And she's like, I, they, they followed me to get my hair colored, you know, two days yeah. ago. Like, right. so she, so she knew obviously there'd be paparazzi, but she, you know, it's like at a certain point you have to just like, you can't wallow in everything. So like, she knows she has to go film this TV thing and face him and her and all these people so might as well uh, have a fun little sweatsuit while you do it but it was just so cute I mean the brand sent me a little gift just because I was like ta- you know we we're just so happy and it's just like it was just such a cool moment we didn't know like her walking out and in- walking out of her house and into the reunion would become such like like they would do side by sides of every of yeah. her next to like him and and to um Raquel at different places and it's just like so funny because and I just think that's just proof of the support and love that she has yes. and also the genuine you know she's not in the wrong she didn't do anything so she's not rotting from the inside out right <laughs> not <too dramatic>. exactly <laughs> she's right. thriving she's actually thriving yeah I yeah feel like like those people I was jealous of in COVID I was like oh huh. That person's thriving and I'm gaining 40 pounds. <laughs> totally, totally. Who are you referring to, Tiffany? <laughs> now tell me, tell me, Jared, tell me about your health journey because I definitely want to talk to you about that and your um and how where you are now with where it. Where you are and... now with it, yes. Yeah. So right after um Jackson Brittany's wedding in 2019, which was filmed for the show and uh for season oh, eight of Vanderpump Rules, I came back from Kentucky and started to feel really ill um in July of 2019. I still worked throughout the show to fit wrapped up the season, you know, for the se- season finale of that show which would end up being like the last season before covid right um so as it wrapped um i got sicker and sicker i lost 40 pounds went to er within on august 25th on august 27th 2019 i was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia out of nowhere i mean it was obviously like i said from july to august 25th lots of like doctors and why am i losing weight why can't i keep this type of food down why am i getting headaches why am i heart racing, you know, just all these weird little side oh, effects, wow. but it was all because my white blood count had been, was being attacked by leukemia. And so I got that diagnosis. You know, my mom was already on the red, red eye to me before the diagnosis was even given. And my world just stopped. You know, I got a ton of support as I've referenced, not just from Ariana, of course, but, but, but by yeah. so many people, I mean, even you, Katie, I think were involved in part of that, you know, like sharing my story and my my GoFundMe because I didn't have proper insurance at the time and they were going to say it was going to be half a million dollars just to start me on chemo for one month so there was like this panic of like oh my god 
Anyways, I survived the chemo treatments um, that GoFundMe was able to get me a patient advocate who was able to get my, you know, fees back down to normal within a, a reasonable amount. So now I can, you know, get through that. I had to get a stem cell transplant to cure me from my leukemia. So I partnered up with Be The Match, which is a nonprofit um, here in America that is a national registry that finds people who, you know, who willingly do a little cheek swab, but they send, submit their DNA into this registry. And if, uh, you know, someone who has blood cancer or a blood disease matches them genetically to a certain extent they can donate their essentially it's like a plasma donation and from wow. that plasma donation they can um take stem cells i always do this <laughs> thing because i know they whisk them in a magical scientific machine and take out the stem cells <laughs> and That's during hilarious. that they um they uh so then in march of 2020 we finally found a match for me and i got my stem cell transplant um, the day before pa the pandemic shut down pretty much most of the world. So then I sat in the ho hospital by myself for about 45 days recovered wow. from the transplant, which is when I started to really share my story more on social media and realize like, oh, there's a community for everything, not just for, you know, makeup, not just for like, oh, gay boys in West Hollywood who want to have fun, you know, like there's right. really meaningful communities online. <laughs> and I was just really like, I had so much time in the world because a transplant is a weird thing. It's not, you know, it's similar to an organ transplant, but it's not because, you know, it's not surgical. So it's just like a blood, it's like a blood infusion, but the side effects are similar to a physical, like an organ transplant. So I would have like these days where I'd be like, you know, my body's like accepting this new system, the stem cell system. So it was just really hard, learned a lot about myself and learned a lot about community. And I'm so proud to be like an ambassador for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, which, you know, is the second largest cancer organization in America. And obviously they're, they're like on the cutting edge of just like, you know, these, these types of cures, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I don't know if my, my, my leukemia, you know, is very aggressive. It was 90% in my, my wow. system. So I'm so lucky that, you know, my donor, we found my donor in time. I got to meet him last year wow. for the first time in person. Uh. Um, it was just a selfless act that he did. And so, um, yeah, so that that was that. And then I got involved with Be The Match, which is the organization, which really I encourage everyone to sign up for. Uh, it's just bethematch.org. <laughs> you just register yourself. Um, they send you a cheek swab and you mail it back in and then you're in the registry until you age out, you know, because it's stem cell based, so of course younger youthful stem cells are more when you're a match with someone do you have the op option of participating or like how does that work like yeah if you're a match so if you get the call that you're a match with somebody now so i had my doctors were looking for like it was very hard it was like a four or five month like kind of search and mm -hmm. they had people who you know would show up all over the world who had been who'd submitted uh their their you know little cheek swab that were like maybe seven out of the 10 qualifiers so so they would be contacted you get contacted like hey just a heads up you've you know at one point you've signed up for the beat the match registry to let you know there is a patient who um might need your stem cells are you still interested you know it's could, I, they keep track obviously when you signed up you know like it's been this many years are you still interested in doing it and you have the option, of course, to say yes or no. It's no, you don't get any, you don't get enough information to, you know, if, 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 if it's not, you know, a convenient time, you know, maybe you get this call and it's like, you're getting married that weekend, but you still want to do it. You, they're very <laughs> flexible with that kind of stuff. So it's, um, but it's definitely your decision. It's not like you're forced to, you know, to do it if you don't want to, of course. Right. And, um, uh, obviously I encourage it so much, you know, as a, as an ambassador, because it's such, and my donor does as well. He was like, it was, he's like, I sat in the chair for about six hours, watched a lot of Netflix, got a lot of set snacks. And he's like, and now we're, you know, he's like, I saved your life and we're brothers for forever. And, wow. you know, it's so great. And like, you know, I see Jason Momoa is also an ambassador for Be The Match because his dear okay. friend Travis Snyder is looking for his match. And so it's just really meaningful to see like all these kind of like different communities come together for, you know, for positive causes. So, so like, I never thought like, I mean, Jason Momoa is hot as hell. And I always say he's like my online husband, but it's like, I've never <laughs> been like, uh, like a, like a superhero action thing. But it's like, no, nah, I'm about to go see Fast and the Furious number 10 be just to support Jason Momoa. Cause he's such a cool guy, but it's such a cool organization. And it's like, all you have to do is swab your cheeks. And if you get the call, you can literally be like a real life, like, actually save someone's life without you know without having to do anything besides just being like okay fluids in blood out and then they right. you know give you some sh sugar cookies and you're back on your way or whatever that's amazing you know i'm really passionate about this subject my my mom uh, unfortunately passed from pancreatic cancer but um i've been ever since she got sick i've been um 
super into like cures and, you know, different, mm-hmm. different ways of healing. Um, so my question is, did you also change your diet because of this? Did you, have you changed your lifestyle in any way? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I don't, I mean, I talk about it some of somewhat, but I went vegan afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, not for one reason or the other, I was suggested to me, you know, that red meat would probably not be the best idea. And I already was not eating pork. So I was like, okay, well, I'll cut that out. And then chemo changed my taste for certain things. So then I was like, oh, I don't really like the taste of chicken anymore because I had to eat so much kind of like overcooked chicken because mm. there's the special diet that they thought, you know, this neutropenic diet where everything has to be like overcooked. So then anyways, at a certain point, I was just like, I can't remember if it was a nurse or one of my doctors. I mean, of course, it's like off the record because they can't give like medical like based, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of crazy. It's like, you guys can't give No, they don't. They don't teach about... nutrition in medical school. Yeah, actually, so doctors are legally not allowed. Uh, legally not allowed. But not I'm allowed to talk thing. about food. It's it's the craziest thing ever. So off don't the record, I talk yeah. to people who are very, who I trust. And, you know, I'm not talking like some Instagram, TikTok influencer. I'm talking educated doctors and very, you know, and I've decided for me and I get blood tests every three months. So anyone's worried about my mm-hmm. blood cancer and my iron levels, I am be ab- above well enough, but you know, Love. back to normal, just like I was Protein levels are good. Everything's good. So that's been my main change. Obviously I've had some, I mean, I just, as I, I think I mentioned, I had a hip replacement about 10 weeks ago. That was a side effect yes. of medication oh, from the cancer. I saw that. So I'm still just kind of recuperating from it all. So you know, I'm back and I'm finally allowed in physical therapy. So I'm just now, it's just now on the year four, going year four of my diagnosis, I'm just now getting my life back. So yeah. I mean, I've been enjoying it in the meantime, but just like the parts of, of course, to like, you know, be able to walk and just walk without a cane or without, you know, without feeling sharp pain up this leg. Cause you know, my hip was collapsing little did I know because mm-hmm. of the excessive, you know, chemo wow. and steroids and stuff. So there's a lot of, you know, it's still like a roller coaster still, but it's not a roller coaster. That's like, Oh my God, the end might mean it, the end's going to crash. It's just like more of a kid's roller coaster now, little bumps and, and like maintenance. And, yes. It's degree. yeah. And I'm still yeah. in like the three month checkup period, which I feel like once that phase ends after, you know, I think next year I stop, I start going to like uh, six months or something. So once I get through this, you know, it, it starts to wind down and becomes more normal and, and positive, but I'm fully in remission. I've That's fully what I was gonna accepted ask. my uh, donors stem cell. So I'm fully, uh, I, the chance of my mutation, the genetic mutation that was within my bones coming back is almost zero. Nice. I mean, all, you know, whatever, but it's, it's almost zero. So I'm doing so great. And, so happy. you know, things are just on the up and up for me. And I'm just, yeah, I'm very thrilled. And, you know, I don't know what the future holds with makeup for me, because like the social media aspect is so interesting, like to be able to, to kind of teach lessons online. And I've been loving <laughs> doing like, I started doing like tutorials for a fellow cancer patients with different, um, uh, different just service, uh, yes. you know, organizations sure. that provide that kind of stuff. And it's been so amazing just to do it on zoom. And, you know, we'll partner with brands and they'll send gift bags to women who just want to know how to put mm-hmm. eyebrows back on, you know, during this yeah. time. And Eyelashes you know, even probably to and apply. Eyelashes, right? And I'm so happy that there's like this brand that I partnered with one time that have eyelashes designed for chemo patients who don't have wow. a place to, to, you know, put them on. They're called Eyelore London, just FYI, they're sold mm-hmm. at Walgreens. Um, and so, you know, it's, um, it's really been meaningful to be able to use like makeup, tie makeup back into giving back, which has become mm-hmm. kind of more my, my, what I want to do a lot more. Passion. Yeah. It's become passion because, you know, I guess at 31, you don't expect to be told like, Oh, by the way, there's a 40% chance you might die. So it kind of, you know, you, you view things a little differently and I still love makeup. I still love the creativity and you better believe when I go out for my like party, my birthday, my birthday, I celebrate all month long. Cause it's like, happy birthday. Yes, I saw happy you know, birthday. My transplant birthday, my actual birthday, all of this good yeah. stuff happens in March. So, you know, I'm going to be in a full face for that, but it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for me doing makeup on people again. So when well, you're coming from I'm... a stronger place, you know, I really feel like, when you beat this sort of thing, which you have, knock wood, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, your perspective on everything shifts, you feel like you can really take on anything, you know, like you're like, oh my God, I have the whole world. Like you appreciate everything yeah. so much more. I, I don't want to um, be limited by one thing. I'm not just a cancer exactly. patient. I'm not just a survivor. I'm not just a makeup artist. I'm not just, you know, we can be all of these things and more. 
Exactly. Yes. Any of us. Ariana's not just a reality star who got burnt. You know, she's an icon now. Like, it, yeah. it applies to everyone. <laughs> totally. yeah, and she's really doing that, movies. That mindset and... applies to everything. I, I really believe it. And a million it's one percent. Of the, it's one of the weird kind of, you know, my cancer club, like my my cancer group of like young adult survivors and stuff. We've got such a dark sense of humor. But the one thing it's taught us, you know, because we'll joke about how almost dying and that's like, can't keep a friend in a cancer group, you know, because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's a really right. dark humor, but we get it. And it, it means a lot to us. But the one good thing about it is the silver lining. And you can and I mean, you can tell me the worst news and I will find a silver lining, not in a toxic positivity way. Like, I'm not going to say, sure. you know, like something insane, like, well, yeah. But if there's something, you know, like something annoyance happens, like, I promise you, you can find a silver lining in it. Trust me, there's a silver Always. lining. Always. Always. As someone who thought, like, you know, I was for four or five months wow. looking for my match, thinking, like, if I don't find a match, I'm going to die. Oh, my There's God. No yeah. Because you can't stay on the chemo forever. Like, it was too aggressive of a chemo. So it's like, mm. but, you know, so there's hope. But by that being said, please sign up for Be The Match. Be The Match. Oh, totally. Everyone listening, sign up for it. Because only 5% of Americans are on the registry. In Europe, it is much more promoted and much more encouraged just like on the license, like huh. organ donation on a license. But here in America, because it's a nonprofit and because it involves DNA, there's a lot of fear. Oh, of course. So, um, so just keep that in mind that it's a nonprofit. It's not government, you know, and it's, yeah. um, it, what's it, the cutoff it, age? Um, I believe it, it, it is somewhat flexible, but it's about 42. Um, okay. so, but it's, you know, it would rather you do it and and be in it and if they or fill out the application when you go to be the match.org and to join the registry and just fill out the application just like fill it out honestly you know and if it, if they say you can still qualify you might it might not right you know it, they might still send it to you because of your because they do a, a very minor health screening because obviously if you already have cancer like i am obviously no longer able to be a match to someone because mine i'm already has sure. been through the through the ringer you know what i mean right so, right but yeah it's a wonderful organization it saves so many lives i know uh, you know a little four-year-old girl has the same birthday as me and she is here uh for her fourth birthday because of be the match an, an anonymous oh stranger who God. saved her life so they're really doing like life-saving heroic work so that's the organization i'm so passionate about um so that oh, is what yeah. i have to say about that so thank no, you for letting me have a little thank moment to share you. about that no, no that, of course it's that's so a great important. education yes Jared, it was so amazing talking to you. I can't wait to see what's next. And and Katie, what's next for you? Oh. And yeah, um, I know. I turned the yeah, tables. Katie. I turned, turned the tables oh. on you. The co-host. Um, my co-host with the mostest. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, actually, now that you mention it, no. Um, I am on an episode coming up of Station 19. I, I play a pretty sociopathic character. Oh. So that'll be really Ooh, fun. I, love. Um, I can't like divulge too much uh information, but it's it's definitely um it's definitely like relevant, uh, current with what's going on in the world. That's all I can say. Are you playing um, Raquel? Are you playing Raquel? <laughs> no, <laughs> not in the reality world. <laughs> right, right. Station can you imagine? Rip from the headline. Anyway, that's on April sixth. Uh, I believe that's it airs so eight p.m. Thursday, April sixth, eight p.m. Um, I. I definitely uh, am that's excited to see this episode. Um, Thursday. I'm excited and, too. And yeah, Me so too. That's, that's what's coming out next. And we'll see. I mean, you know, that strike is about to happen. Hopefully not, but, you know, the writer's strike. So it's mm -hmm. a little bit, um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, good. We will be watching yeah. and we will set our DVRs right now. And Thank I will see so both much. of you soon. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Look Behind the Look is a Vinyl Foot production, written by me, your host, Tiffany Bartok, produced by Jace Bartok, edited by Evan Rivard. If you're interested in learning more, find our video version on the YouTube channel, Look Behind the Look Podcast. There you can see rare photos and clips from our guests. And please follow us on Twitter at LookBehindPod and Instagram at LookBehindTheLook. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends and spread the word. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice. Thanks for listening to Look Behind the Look.